Welcome to episode eight of Trust the Process with Lex and Jen. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit strange because this is the second episode that we have done where we aren't actually together. But funny enough, I am at work on dinner break. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, funny enough, we're like kind of doing this sight unseen a little bit. So we're like chatting as if we're having a phone call. So you guys are basically listening to us the same way we're listening to each other right now so and see a perk of you know working in the television industry is that i'm getting to record this in an actual recording booth so no there you go that makes up for it So, Jen, tell us how your past week has been. With us recording on a Monday instead of <laughs> Wednesday is the start Those of the week. Monday. <laughs> you know, it's it's going all right. It's been a little bit busy. Um, but I'm really looking forward to this week. I have a friend coming into town this weekend. It's actually going to be my first friend visiting me for the first time since I've moved to Panama City Beach. So I'm actually really excited about that. Do you guys have anything planned? The beach. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Finally had our first beach day this past weekend. Um, And I'm sure people from around the country are like, whoa, it's still February. But yeah, it was in the 70s, which was amazing. (laughs) Some of our friends and I got sunburned, so it was crazy. But yeah, so I'm excited for this weekend. It should be up in the 80s uh, this next weekend. So we're going to be spending a lot of time on the beach. Well, count me in. (laughs) Yes, be there or be square. Um, We are blessed to live in Florida because, wow, how could you ever just ask for such beautiful weather anywhere else? Right. Yeah. And like you were saying, I was traveling elsewhere this weekend and actually – a few states over visiting family in Texas, but the weather there, dude, it was so cold. It was literally totally polar opposite to what it is in Florida. So talk about that. That's like, yeah, we are blessed to live in Florida for sure. (laughs) But you got to go home and hang out with your family and you got to dress up in a fancy dress. So tell us about that. Oh, yeah. So it is my dad's 50th birthday. Well, technically, he is a leap year birthday, so we unfortunately don't get to celebrate his 13th birthday this year. That's so cool. Wait. (laughs) So he is like 12 and a half, which 12 says, well, I guess more than a half, but you know, he uh, 12 is his favorite number. So for him, he's like, yay, I just get more number 12s. <laughs> so we're all like, sure. So he had some friends gather and it was a big celebration for 50. And what he didn't know happened was I was going to surprise him. Woo! So he didn't know <laughs> I was coming. Um, so I actually have a video on my phone of me like walking up to him. Um, oh, by the way, it was a Bond, like James Bond themed party. So I walk up to him and his jaw just drops to the ground. Like it was just he and then he like hugged me the hardest I've ever had him hug me in my entire life. And he just like I could see tears like forming and I was like, okay, like we're not going to cry. <laughs> like We have a room full of people. We don't need that right now. 
Um, but it was so cute. It was such a like cute little moment I'll remember forever. But I've only ever surprised him one other time like that, and it was in college and he thought I had dropped out. So sweet. And I know that family is such an important thing to you as it is to me. So just getting to have those memories, I'm sure is just gonna last a lifetime for both you and him. Yeah, I think so. I'll have to send you the video. It was cute. <laughs> the last part of romantic relationships and then the last part of the series will be next time yeah how exciting we literally are killing it with this series let's have you start us off jen tell us a little bit about what we were discussing last week and then we'll have you start for this week sure yeah last week we talked a lot about um different loves and romantic relationships we had when we were both in college, which is kind of cool because you and I, like I said, graduated the same year of high school. So we kind of went through college at the same time, but obviously different places and we didn't know each other then. But it's cool that these timelines are very similar. Um, so yeah, basically I talked a little bit about how I was in a relationship with a man, it was long distance, then we ended up living together. And, you know, it just, I knew it wasn't right for me. And I ultimately ended it. And, you know, I dated other people in this new town that I was living in. And, you know, college, it went pretty well for me as far as dating went. Obviously, there were some <laughs> hard parts to it. But um, I definitely learned a lot from start to finish. So tell us about what you talked about last week. Yeah, so last week I talked about sort of the same thing, how I had that major relationship in college. So discussing a little bit about what went into that, what I learned from that, it was three years. Essentially, yes, it didn't work out between the two of us, but uh, we had talked a little bit about how he was also in broadcast journalism, and so was I, and that was really the where the the tables were turning if um i dare say uh with our relationship there in my mind so that was really the turning point for me where i was like you know what yeah that's not it and uh, we ended up ending that relationship right before college graduation um in the midst of all covid so what a fun time that was oh yeah what i considered my juvenile love Oh, yeah. The start of COVID really <laughs> was a lot. It's a long time ago. Right? But you and I just had, you know, really big learning experiences in college. And now that we we are out of college, you know, things have changed. Dating as a young adult, a young professional is a little bit different because, you know, you have a different mindset, at least for me anyways, and I feel like you feel the same way. It's just, it's a maturity thing. Um, now I'm dating with a purpose. So after I graduated college, um, I it's been an interesting journey because I really haven't dated that many men. Um, it's been huge for me because, you know, I started therapy after starting this job and I'm able to work through some of the past hardships I had in some of my romantic relationships and really start to learn my worth 
and just knowing like what serves me and what doesn't. Um, that's not to say that it's been an easy journey since I moved down here. Like the dating scene isn't that spectacular, but I mean, I, I have gone on some dates, um, but spoiler alert, I am still single. <laughs> I went on a first date with a guy, um, it was back in July, so I had lived here for a couple of months, and um, we had met on a dating app, and I drove about an hour, maybe an hour and a half to the date because he lived sort of far away, but we hit it off online and through text. So I'm like, yeah, let's let's meet. Um, and he didn't want to come to you, which is another red flag, but continue. <laughs> yeah, now I definitely, like, I learned a lot saying, like, no, you're coming to me next time. So we have dinner and all of that. But he tells me that from his past relationship, he has a daughter. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, no worries. I know it was a pretty tough subject for him to bring up. Um, so we go out. We go to a club, just hang out. And then don't forget Coach O. Coach Orgeron at the bar that we were at. And that was just Apparently, that was really cool, according to Lex. <laughs> so we end up going back to my house, which, like I said, was about an hour, hour and a half away. But at 2 o'clock in the morning, it was a lot quicker. It was like maybe 45 minutes. <laughs> so he spends the night, and then we wake up, and, you know, he is getting ready to take me back to my car, which we left at the restaurant which was pretty far away. Um, so <laughs> he's like, okay, I have to pick up my daughter today. He looked at the map and he's like, oh no, I'm not going to make it in time to drop you off and then go pick her up. Because he didn't realize, oh, he, didn't, he didn't take into account the traffic during the day. He's like, okay, I'm just going to take you with me to pick up my daughter and then I'll drop you off by your car. I'm like, what? Red flag, red flag. Red flag, red flag. <laughs> I don't mind paying $200 for an Uber to take me back to my car. I really, like, don't want to do this. And he's like, no, no, I would hate for you to do that. Like, it's no big deal. It won't take very long. No, but I'll just hold you hostage instead. <laughs> Held me hostage. It was crazy. And there was so much traffic that day. You have to drop me off in my car so I can make it back for my best friend's birthday. Um... And I didn't get back until, like, late. But I did meet the daughter. She was adorable. Um, <laughs> and keep in mind, this is the first date. Wait, I just want to point out, though, that he said to you, I don't have enough time to drop you off at your car, but didn't he have enough time to drop you off at, like, a Marshall's for you to shop out while he went to actually pick up his daughter? On the way to pick up his daughter, he was like, Either I can drop you off at this Ross and you can shop for a little bit while I go pick up my daughter and bring her back, or you can meet my baby mama. And I'm ah! like, negative. I don't actually want to do any of this. So, <laughs> but anyway, he dropped me off at a Ross and I ended up buying one of my favorite work dresses there. So something good did come out of this. <laughs> um so, yeah, the daughter was super cute, and, you know, I had a really good time with them for the rest of the day, um, even though there was a lot of traffic. So I was like, you know what? I could see this being something. 
So he drops me off in my car, gives me a goodbye kiss, and I'm like, okay, this that was kind of sweet. Um, so <laughs> I get back home, text him, hey, thanks for the good time. Like, I really enjoyed it. He ghosts me. Ah, <laughs> oh, I hate men. I've been ghosted before, but this is like a different kind of situation. Um, so I just double texted him. I'm like, tell me how you're feeling. Cause like, this is not cool what you're doing. And he's like, I don't know how I'm feeling like blah, blah, blah. And then I said, okay, cool. Well, let me make the decision for us. I don't think we are going to be a good match. Have a good one. Hope you find what you're looking for. But Lex, you were with me through those few days in between double texting him. I was a wreck. (laughs) Well, and I don't think it helped that you met the daughter. You saw what your life together could be. And you're big on like, I think you're just really good with kids too. So you see that more so than like I would right now. I think that would make me freak out and it would make me be like, oh my God, you have a daughter. No, thank you. I'm good right now. But I feel like you're the opposite of me in that situation which honestly is probably for the best but just the fact your mind can wander sometimes is what happened I think oh yeah I'm a very emotional and sensitive person so you know it's not surprising how I ended up reacting but after all of that happened that's when I started going to therapy so (laughs) as a as a joke I tell people Yeah, this is the date that put me in therapy. (laughs) (laughs) But low-key, that is when you decided, you know what, with everything with work and, you know, just our crazy lives, like, I need it. Yeah, it was certainly my final straw, and I'm so thankful for it. And, you know, now looking back, I, of course, like everything I've gone through, I've learned a lot through that process. But, you know, time is healed. But I think it's a really good part of my life right now. I think it's a really good season because I'm able to focus on my work and on my friends and just really enjoy the life that I'm having now and just building myself up to be the best person I can be so I can have a successful relationship. And I think that's so, so important that you're doing that and you're really getting comfortable with who you are and strengthening yourself as a person first. I think that is number one thing you need to do before you date anybody, seriously anyway. You know what I mean? And I think you've done a really good job, even from, you know, when we first met, um, how you were, you know, interested in guys, how you would go about that compared to now. Like now I feel like whatever that recent date you went on, you knew you had dinner and you're like, nope, not feeling this at all. And you weren't afraid to like leave. Thanks. It's like, if we don't have chemistry, I can pick up and move on. I don't have to try to make something that isn't there. But anyway, that's just kind of where I'm at now. I'm just focusing on myself. But um, tell us about your young adult dating life. Ah, okay, here we go. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) This is where it gets crazy. We fast forward past sports dude or whatever the heck we called him. Now, (laughs) COVID. Uh, One of our, like, friends from college, um, I was sort of chatting with him because he was like, oh my gosh, you're going to Florida. Congrats, that's awesome. I was like, thanks. Um, and I was at that point already in Florida, 
Um, my parents have a condo here right near where we work now. So kind of worked out for the best. I could be here for a few months before I started work so I could kind of adapt and all that. But now this guy decides to come with one of his friends down to Florida and I met up with them, um, which also they were my friends. So it was kind of like a cute little like, oh, this can kind of be our like college goodbye, whatever. Little did I know this would turn out into more than a little goodbye (laughs) ended up being a whole full-blown relationship long distance relationship he he did say to me that he um wouldn't mind driving down to florida since he was still at lsu um doing his master's so he was like you know what i wouldn't mind doing long distance let's try it out like you're worth it this and that so i was like oh okay (laughs) so we try long distance for 10-ish months, um, and for the most part, it was fine, but him busy with school, me busy with work, but then also not needing to do homework when I get home and do all those extra things that you, you remember doing in college, like stuff like that. You don't have to do those on top of just working. So he was stupid busy, but at the same time, I feel like with a long distance, you have to have a certain amount of communication, know that person you're thinking about them, like, tell them certain things so, like, you guys are on the same page, and I just feel like at some point within our 10 months of dating, it was around, like, February, I want to say, like, right after Valentine's Day when we ended up breaking up, and he called me on my way home from work one day, just, like, not sounding the same, and I was just like, what's, what's up, and that's when he was like, look, Lex, this isn't working out, let's just be friends, and it broke me. I was crying in a Target parking lot because <laughs> I literally couldn't drive home. And I was crying. And that, I will say, was the like absolute lowest I have ever felt after a relationship. Consider that to be a learning relationship. So, so far we have a juvenile and learning relationship from Lex. Did you ever love him? I did. That was honestly one that I knew for sure I did. Um, The first one, I feel like I told y'all, really hit more of like a friendship level. So I liked him as a friend. I don't think at at some point with the sports dude, it like started to like really like no more love was going into that. It was more of like a friendship like. To wrap that up, we're friends now and we're so much better as friends. We started as friends and that... It's really what we should have stayed. Also, one of the relationships I feel like that put me in therapy. <laughs> so that's what started. Oh yeah, so I get it. Um, so that really, you know, sucks. But at the same time, I'm so grateful that I had that because it really pushed me a few months after that to actually start therapy. Shortly after we broke up, I want to say like a good two months afterwards, I was finally feeling like, okay, you know what, I can. Uh, let's just get out and meet people. So, of course, naturally, to do that, a dating app. Oh, yes. So, here we are, Lex, <laughs> young Lex, sitting there downloading a dating app, um, Hinge, to be specific. Oh, yeah. I feel like the guys on Hinge are just slightly better than Tinder and Bumble, just slightly. I do have experience with all three. (laughs) Um. (laughs) You have to add more to your profile. Might I add also, like, there's a lot of, like, things you gotta do to, like, spice it up to make people actually, like, know who you are. You can't just, like, leave stuff blank. Like, you actually have to put some effort into it. I feel like Tinder, you just put some, like, cute little pics on there and you're, like, good and ready to go. But 
That's like not the case for Hinge. So there was this boy and it was enticing at first because the whole reason I started this Hinge journey was to meet people, as we recall. That is not totally entirely how I feel like it ended up, clearly, because not to, you know, totally ruin everything, but I'm definitely in a relationship now. This boy, he had his own problems, and I feel like I learned from each individual person I talked to on Hinge, and in this case, he was older by a lot. <laughs> For me, a lot, but he was older. He, um, didn't have his life together, even though he was older. He, I want to say, was borderline alcoholic. He was selfish in a way that I would always have to drive to him or go closer to his side of town, and it was just like, okay, well, you know, where are we at with that? So, he, I just want to say he played me, but I also feel like he didn't even know what he wanted. So, that's a little teaser there. If you're talking to any older guys, it doesn't mean they're better. No, it does not mean they're more mature, by all means. Sometimes they could be even more immature. Yeah, no kidding. In this case, there was that boy. Then the next one, a fun little Air Force friend I made. <laughs> I want to say friend because that's really all I ever saw this one as, and I learned in that second hinge relation, friendship, whatever you want to call that, situationship yeah situationship that's when i realized like i could detach my like i had no emotional connection to him whatsoever <laughs> and that sounds so bad but it really made me realize that i could really dictate the future of that relationship myself because in the past i feel like guys broke up with me first just because i would almost hang on for more you know much longer than i should have um, so this one, I felt like it was really in my, like, ball was in my court, so I clearly ended that. <laughs> so with that said, I took full advantage and got rid of that one. Um, and then comes this third boy. <laughs> there was this other guy that, um, right off the bat, we started talking a lot on the app. We really hit it off, super talkative. It was deeper than just, like, how was your day? What's your favorite color? Because I feel like those are always conversations you have. Always. Right? Like, what did you do today? Like, just more than that. We talked about work. We talked about our families, this and that. And at some point, he was like, yeah, we should get together. What, what times are you free? Um, and that was the moment I was kind of just over the other relationship situationships, if you will, on Hinge that I honestly was like, what about tonight? As I was going through the emotional turmoil of the date with the guy with the daughter, this is when you and <laughs> this guy went on your first date. This is when all this was happening. So... Is crazy. Yeah, seriously, all of our hinge journeys just meshed together. But yeah, we and at that moment I was like, dang, do I want to have to go out on a date with this guy after you literally just had the worst experience <laughs> ever on hinge and the other two guys I had tried to talk to, I just like they didn't work out. Am I really gonna waste another night when I could be with you and you weren't feeling Aww. great? And um you pushed me to go. <laughs> you I literally did. were like I don't care you're gonna go what if this ends up being the guy you marry i'm pretty sure were your words and i was like well i don't know <laughs> and you were like go for the love of god text him back say you'll meet him at shades just go um 
So that's what I did. We talked for five hours at the bar until they were trying to kick us out, and they pretty much did. But shortly after that, he texted me like, hey, did you get home okay? Like, super caring right off, you know, the beginning of the relationship. And um, I will say, to wrap that part of things up, um, obviously him and I are dating now. Um, His name is Ricardo. I'll actually give him a name. Ricky! (laughs) He was super sweet. We just blended really well together, could talk for hours, and he just has a way of, like, making me feel comfortable and I could open to him like open up to him really early and I could tell he could do the same to me and I got the vibe he didn't do that often with people that was rare for him to do but yeah it's I just feel like I've learned a lot about myself through that relationship too like he honestly was somebody who pushed me to want to do a podcast like this he just said you know find a hobby if it's something you love to do then do it you know have something else to distract you from just work stuff um so he was the main part of that too. And Ricardo was like a brother to me and that's really cool to have around especially since you know my family isn't down here so getting to have like that kind of brother figure is really cool Um, and I also get to hold him accountable for how he treats you like obviously Lex is always number one to me and you know Ricardo and I joke around a lot um, but he knows that I always have your best interest at heart and I know he does too. So um, we're, we're a fun trio. So yeah, I am so proud of you and how far you've come in the relationships. I know you've learned a lot and it makes me happy seeing you happy. Aw, me too, Jen. It makes me happy seeing you happy. Aw, <laughs> thanks. Um, with or without a man, you know, we we find happiness in every day. So I really appreciate yeah. that. Um, but yeah, so that kind of takes us into our next episode. And the topic we'll be talking about next week is self-love. So obviously there's lots of different kinds. You know, you have your friends and your family and, you know, romantic relationships but really the relationship you have with yourself is so important and I can't wait to talk about that me too it's gonna be just as fantastic as these (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for listening we appreciate every one of our fans make sure you stay tuned to our next episode and stay updated on our social media that is at trust the process pod on instagram thanks so much guys i'm lex and i'm jen we'll see you next time